Sin acknowledges and pays respect to the owners of the land on which the House of Sin and Studios stand, the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nations. Sin also acknowledges and pays respect to the elders and traditional owners of the lands our content reaches, as well as the radio stations we broadcast from across the country. Anticipating something? Talking about the dance in your pants. You're listening to the Naughty Rude Show, Sin's home of sexuality, identity, and relationships on Sin Nation. So, so, so Welcome so. to the Naughty Rude Show. Oh my god, all your dreams are about to come true, and all your questions are about to be answered. I don't know you're thinking I've got questions in my head. How are you possibly going to answer them? You can't read my mind. Well, I will be able to read your mind if you tell me everything you know. The Naughty Rude Show. Tumblr dot com forward slash ask. I know it sounds like a one man show, but I'm actually joined by three lovely ladies. We do, we have got a full yes. studio. There it There's is. more than one person. <laughs> Absolutely lots of voices in the studio tonight. We have got a full studio of the four of us. Mm-hmm. Uh, my name's Dana, I'm twenty four, I'm sis and my pronouns are she and her. Perfect. Um I'm Holly, I'm twenty, I'm newly single and I'm also sis. Um, I'm Ruby, I'm 20, I'm cis, I am in a relationship and my pronouns are she and her. I'm Hugh, I'm cis, single and he and him pronouns. Amazing. Yes. Uh, Coming up on the show, we have non-sexual turn-ons, partners and passwords, how much do you trust them and confidence, how attractive is it to you? So we've got a jam-packed show. If you want to get in touch, you can tweet us at Naughty Rude. You also, if you have any burning questions like you were saying at the top of the show, mm-hmm. anything that you want to ask, it is all completely anonymous. You can uh, send us your... You could tell us your dirty secrets. Yeah, you could, Yeah, please. you could t- t- tell us your kinks. We can talk about those. Any questions you might have, you can anonymous... Anonymous... An- Anonymously. Anonymously. There we go. <laughs> Send them through That's the Naughty Rude Show. forward slash ask. I know it's like, you know, the Naughty Rude Show, everything's sexual, but flip the script. Non-sexual things that turn you on slash get you interested. Mm-hmm. Know, it doesn't yes. have to be like, you don't have to be, you know, hard, like upon seeing these things or the lady equivalent, but... <laughs> Non-sexual things outside of the bedroom. What would that know. be? That'd be but that'd be wet. It would be wet. Yeah, yeah. it would. Moist. I just wanted to hear one of you say it, but you know. Don't say that word. Yeah. No, nobody likes. How do we feel about the word moist? No, not a fan. Reserve for cakes. Cakes only. I'm not. It doesn't bother me. But no. Doesn't like someone whispered in your ear, Hugh? A bit. No, don't. It just makes me squirm. Yeah. What if they whisper it like I'm? Well, it's contextual, isn't it? Like if I'm, you know. There, if I'm getting there, and they whisper that, or in your, if you're the, in, you know, in the kitchen, like, I'm making a cake. Yeah, it's well, so yeah, oh, well, come on. <laughs> I realised the other day that I'm. Let's not go down a cake. Okay. Table. Um, but yeah, so like one of my examples was like when girls drink beer from a bottle, like that just, yeah, like I don't get super aroused by it, but it just like piques my interest, and I like notice that person more. It's like a, I don't know, it's like a weird thing. Spark, sparks your interest. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it just mm-hmm. reminds me of a time I went overseas, and, like, then after that, that was a thing for me. Like, seeing all these other people drink. So, that, was women. it a specific event? I don't know. Or was it just accumulation of, you know, ladies in your life have picked up bottles and drank from <laughs> bottles? Has it come from, you know... Is it just Does like, your mum drink the milk out of the bottle from the fridge? Mum, oh. Yeah, I don't want to answer yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> no comment. Is it we just, did say it's non-sexual. Yeah. Is it just because beer is such a masculine thing and then to see a female drink it? Take ownership kind of, and really, yeah. like, you know, with the... Chug. Maybe. Well, I don't, know, I don't know if it's about chugging, like, doing a beer bong or something, yeah. Yeah, what about a shoey? A shoey is always a turn-off, no matter who it is. If you don't know what a shoey is, it's a, you pour a beer into a shoe and then you drink it out of yeah. the shoe as sort of a middleman vessel. take their shoes off. Like, that's there's so many foot... I hate feet. Feet had so many germs and, like, they smell odors. bad. And then, yeah, yeah, odors. Like, why would you put that into beer, which is, on its own, quite frankly, delicious? Yeah, touche, mm. touche. Have you guys mm. got any things that are not... Yeah, how do you put that? Things that spark your interest. You know, well, like, like about a, maybe like a potential partner. Or like, you know, something like that. I don't know. It's kind of... 
it's hard to think like on the spot like I know personally because I can drive a manual car that it seems impressive to boys that I know how to drive a manual car because it's Mm. kind of not many people know how to do that so Mm. for a girl to know how to do that it's quite impressive. I do wonder if that's different overseas because it's very normal for people in Europe to be able to know how to drive a manual car. If you go to Europe you'd slay. (laughs) (laughs) Australians are just lazy. Yeah well famously. But yeah (laughs) very true. (laughs) I don't no, know. I, what about you, Holly? Yeah. Well, I do work with one guy. Let's pray he's not listening because now he knows that I'm kind of into him. Just put on um, an accent. We'll pretend, you know. It's not else. Holly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, every time he goes on break, he always pulls out a book and everyone else goes on their phone and I, every time he pulls out a book, I'm just super adoring. You're just, like, yeah. turned on yeah. his intellectualism. Yeah, yeah, I think that's what it is. He's above the rest. I think it's sending, it's sending a sign. Mine is definitely a guy who either recycles. I just think that's just like, yes, Hell you're yeah. at the forefront of our saving the world. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, are you untangling a net from that tiny baby whale? Oh my God, jump me. <laughs> or, yeah, same. Use same. that whale as a bed, please. Oh, Jesus. Now I'm getting some Im- images. Yeah. Um, or, uh, along the same vein, if we're at a beach or something and, like, leaving it cleaner than you find. Mm. So, like, picking up after other people, I guess, mm-hmm. and, like, putting rubbish in the bin. Or what about, like, camping. if they share the same hatreds as you? Like, you really passionately hate something and they also hate that thing. And you're like, ooh, that could be something here. That could be a spark. I think that's points on the board, but I don't think that Mutual would be hatreds. something. Like, if you both hate slow drivers. Oh, Oh yeah, that actually yeah. could be quite a bonding experience. Mm. Yeah, both bond in the car and, like, both yelling at the cars for driving too slowly. And then I think that would be the only reason I drive is to yell at everyone else on the road because I don't drive. One like, hand on the horn the whole time. Where's the other hand, Ruby? And then you just look <laughs> at each other. One passenger seat, one driver's seat, give a big wink. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. I like it. Anything else that sort of you can think of? I don't know. What if you say you're on a first date and there's something that they do that might If spark? they're nice to the waiter. Mm. Oh, that's a good yeah. one. Yeah. And if yep. they tip because, like, in Australia, we don't have to tip, mm. but if they tip, it just shows that they care about the service. They know. Yes. Mm. I do you think people our age, I mean, we're all quite young, students even, do you think that it's, we do it, well, you would tip on, maybe someone might tip on a date just to impress when you wouldn't usually tip? Because I don't tip, really. Mm. I don't. I don't know. I mean, way. wages are quite good in Australia. Mm. Yeah, and I work fucking and yeah, hard for that way. <laughs> yeah. so why can't they? <laughs> no, I tip, but yeah. I think it's because I get tips. So I put like put it forward. Oh, okay, that's but, fair. Yeah. If you work in hospitality, that's fair enough. Yeah, mm. yeah, but it just depends on whether the tips actually go to the staff members or whether it just goes to the business. Yeah, manager's yeah. pocket. Now you make me not want to tip anymore. <laughs> 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 Sorry. <laughs> One for me is definitely, and like it's sort of a like a shoe, like dancing because it's like. Not necessarily for, like, the movement of the body, but, like, everyone's, like, if they're having a good time. Like, it's an enjoyment aspect. Like, yeah, that's Everyone's an sort of sitting quality. down just, like, yeah, like, if you can have a good time and, like, have a laugh, mm. like, even if it's at your own expense. Like, you don't have to be Actually, able to that's, dance. Actually, that's mm. a huge one for me because mm. I'm quite an out-there person. So if they can let me be me yeah, mm. and not... I've had an ex-boyfriend who said the words to me and to this day it makes my blood boil he's like we were at a party yeah and i was having a great time and you know i was flicking my hair and you know doing my moves and looking like an absolute asshole but that doesn't matter and he said oh can you like quiet down you're, <gasps> oh, you're no. embarrassing me and i was like bitch and since then it's like if you can't let me be me and yeah. as loud as I am, you can't do that, then bye. Yeah, bye. see ya. That's completely unattractive to me. Fair, fair enough. Yeah, that is fair. Rightly so. <laughs> Did we crack it? Is that it? I reckon that I we've cracked so. it. I think If yeah. you guys have any uh, anything that you guys out there who are listening are attracted to anything and something that makes you... I don't even know how to word this. We've been talking about it for eight minutes and I can't word it right again. So something that doesn't... This is fun to watch. Turn you <laughs> okay. I'm going to get this. Something that makes you attracted to someone that doesn't have to be sexual. There yeah. you go. There we go. Yeah. You can message us on Tumblr. It is completely anonymous. If you don't want it to be anonymous, you can just write your name at the end. Or give us a fake name. I love a good fake name. Make up a fun Absolutely. name. Absolutely. Thenaughtyrudeshow.tumblr.com forward slash ask. Mm-hmm. 
But coming up, we will be talking about confidence and whether you think it's attractive, what about it makes it attractive, and we're going to do a bit, a few hypotheticals of what we think oh, yeah. is attractive、mm-hmm. in confidence. Sugar and spice and everything nice. So cute. Oh yeah, I got some、yeah. Hughes hypotheticals as we've、uh, termed them. Yes. Up top. Good alliteration there. I know, I know right? Yeah. It's an alliterative show. I can't <laughs> wait to get these out there. All right, it's going to be a simple opener, and we're going to get a little more complicated. So, you see an attractive. You walk into a bar. You're、mm-hmm. by yourself for some reason. I don't、yeah. know. I, I guess you're drinking alone. That's okay. So is he or she、yeah. sitting in a bar? Very attractive. Are you the kind of person that would approach them, go up to them? I would not. I just kind of sit there and look at them and wait for them to like make the first move, do a bit of eye contact. So you like post up somewhere and hope、yeah. they see you. So、yeah. what would it take? What would would someone have to like pay you a lot of money, or would you have to have a few drinks in you to go up to that person? Like what probably would it, what have would it to have、take? a few drinks in me. I would say.、Mm-hmm. What about、yeah. a bet? Ooh. Ooh. Or a dare. Yeah,、Ooh. that's a good one because that'd give me a kick up the ass. Yeah, maybe like, I'm really competitive.、So. Yeah. Maybe a、on. dare because like I hate people saying, "Oh, you won't do this. You're too scared to do this." It's like that mentality. It's like, no, I'm going to prove、yeah. you wrong. Yeah, I'm going to do it. Yeah, so that would be me.、Mm-hmm. Yeah, Holly, it's serious. Um, I would need to give myself a big pep talk before I go <laughs> into there. What would that involve? Like, what are we talking? talking? Like, you know, you can do you it. Can like, do it. Like, you can do it. You can do it. You can do it. Reapply the lip gloss. Maybe like a hype song, like some Kanye West or something, before、yeah. I walk in there. No, traditionally, I'm more of like the keep staring back and forth、yeah. kind of person and pray that they come over. But I don't know. I should be more out there. I should. I should approach guys more. It's all in the eye contact. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Read. I want you. Come over. <laughs> like, read my mind. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I I reckon. I have a like. What's the worst they can say? No is no mentality.、Mm. Go girl. And to be honest, like in most of the time, it's I end up like insulting them and walking away <laughs> or something. I have that. Like if they can't take a joke straight off the bat, then bye. So solid outcome. Yeah, I mean it doesn't go down well. But then if there's a dance floor and some music, then that's you、mm. know my、yeah. my post show pep talk, so to speak. So <laughs> then, then I'm I'm happy as Larry. So it doesn't bother me either way. Hugh, what、so、about you? Would you、mm. you going for the kill? No,、nah, not really. I like you know everyone likes to think of themselves as a answer of a yes, but、uh, not really. I haven't done it an awful lot. When I was overseas, yes. It was like, well, <laughs> you have nothing to lose. Yeah, yeah、exactly. actually, that's like, very、um, a very good point. When you're traveling, people have a different mentality. People care less about、mm. shit, all sorts of shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, people generally go up, even if it's just because then you could talk about traveling, or you've got you've you're gonna find something in common. Lots of people want to get to know each other and aren't in massive groups.、So. Yeah, exactly. What if they're with friends? Hell no! Oh no way! How hell, hell no! No, that's just intimidating. Yeah. Too intimidating. All right, that's fine. But that's Yeah, I don't want to feel like a、this. Netflix special rejection style. <laughs> like, God. Yeah, and they can be really yeah. embarrassing. Yeah. yeah. So what if, like, once you got there, once you're up to them, what's your opener? Like, do you are you a, are you gonna crack a joke? Are you gonna drop a cheesy one liner? You a simple hello? You buy him a drink? What's, just, what's the go? Just say hello. Yeah. Just, yeah. Just, just ask how their day is. Keep it, yeah, yeah. Keep it old school, man. Keep it old school.、Mm. Holly, I think I'm the same. I think I'm like, hey. Mine would have to be something to do with like I've got a good in if they're buying a glass of red because then I know they know what they're doing and、yeah. I, I love red wine. So I could be like, "What are you drinking?" That's a、mm. good in.、Mm. But if they're gone for a scotch on the rocks, I'm screwed. <laughs> <laughs> a scoro, good choice. I don't know. I want to think that I would crack a joke and it'd be funny, but it would probably fall flat and be super awkward. And then hopefully she'd laugh at yeah, how bad at the, the joke was. Yeah, that's then, always、yeah. a cute entry. That's always just、mm. like, oh yes, you know, he's got a sense of humor. He's not afraid to embarrass himself. Maybe I'd like do some sort of weird like physical humor, like comedy. You know, it's like trip over a stool、What? and like headbutter, and then that'll be like a fun trip to the hospital, and then we'll get married. Oh、later. my god! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a movie. Like, how did、yeah. we meet? I headbutted her in the face, and she, you know, broke her eye socket or whatever. That's yeah, romantic. Yeah, screw Tinder. That's, that's yeah, that's、romantic. the way to go. Yeah, yeah that's modern love right there. <laughs> exactly. You think you're gonna get a date or on a segment on Channel Seven News? It's up to you. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> very true. Tough choice, really.、Yeah. What if you have a like a friend with you? Would you be the kind of person to like get your friend to go over there and, you know, hit on them for you or like give you、no. a, like, hey, look at that, look at her over there. She's a、uh, she's cute, isn't she? What、you、if、know? they go for my friend then instead? No. 
Well, or, well, if it was two guys yeah, and two yeah. girls, then it could work. Like you could approach together. Because then there's, I've done that mm. before because it's less intimidating, even though, like, even I was numbers. the decoy. My friend wanted. I was the one decoy. Of the, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one, one of my friends wanted the other guy, and I didn't think the other guy was really attractive, right. but, like, I need to get him out of the way. Yeah. So. Sacrificial lamb. Yeah. Actually, this is a funny story. We did, we did this, and then it yeah. ended up being, she ended up being more interested in the other guy, and then we swapped. Oh. Isn't that a kink, like, the whole. Are you so allowed to swap? Yeah. I don't think it happened on purpose, but I think it went into the, the guy that I didn't think was very attractive. Ended up insulting him again. This is a theme. Yeah. I'm tell. seeing a theme. It's yeah. red wine and insulting people. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not like coming patterns. off great here. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> All right, so would your, do you think your level of confidence would change like in a different setting? Like, Let's say you have a crush on this person. Like, They're in your social group. Like, You know, you know them, they know you. Mm. There's, like, there's some sparks there, but neither of you have committed. You're leaving on a long trip or they're leaving on a long trip. You have, like, one more night to sort of maybe confess your feelings, maybe go in for a night of passion. Like, this is your last chance for the next, let's say, six months. Does that change things? Yeah, I feel like it's now or never in that instance. Like, you just, you have to take your opportunity before it goes. Yeah. That's so funny. I think the opposite. I think he's going away. (laughs) What a waste of my time. (laughs) No point starting something now. He's gone. (laughs) Yeah, I reckon it could go either way. Depending if you, like, if you can be bothered. Yeah go for it and then you know it is what it is and then they leave for however long or it could be nah they're leaving it's not worth yeah you're right <laughs> not worth it well, it's yeah. not worth it yeah, nah right. I've taken off all if, of my clothes not worth it if they're leaving <laughs> and it ends it. badly it doesn't matter because like you're not going to see them again for like Bam. six that's months that's true it yeah. cannot be awkward I'm on Ruby's side yeah but then 100%. if it ends well and then they go away uh, then it's six months of absence like, true absence makes the heart grow absence and abstinence <laughs> like that's just too much Ab- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the title of your biography yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it is it like, is it too much though? Could someone like, I don't know if you guys have been approached a lot by guys, but have you ever had like the, you know, overconfident guy who thinks he's all that? Can you have too much confidence? Yeah, I've had mm. a guy before I was getting off the train and he pulled me back onto the train. He's like, do I know you from somewhere? I'm like, no. And he goes, well, I'd like to know you. And I'm like, oh, this is my stop. I need to get off right now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Worst timing ever, yeah. possibly. Jeez. Yeah, that's, you don't grab people. <laughs> and no, not on the train. Let me alone on the train. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I think cockiness is not attractive. No, no, what about that couple going? that got married on the train? They caught the train together like every day for three years and then he proposed to her on the train. Oh, Everyone that's was like, a really oh, sweet story. Rare instance of when Did train love succeeds. Outside of a train environment. They live in the train then. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know more about this story? I'm curious. Oh, it's just like a couple, they were... They met on the train. Yeah, they met on the train and then yeah. like they would take the train together because they were on the same line, I'm pretty sure. And then... They were dating for like whatever, like two years or however long people date before they get married. I don't know. Human activity. And then, yeah, he proposed to her on the train and there was the person. Oh, yeah, they got the conductor like to come over the intercom and make an announcement like, oh, this is a service to so-and-so. And and, I don't know, let's just say his name was Will, would like to ask so-and-so a question. And then he got down on one knee and everyone was like, this is a service to Dreamland. Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) It's a service to the rest of your life Direction honeymoon suite. (laughs) Yeah, I don't think you should take Metro to your honeymoon, but, you know. That's just me. But some of those conductor like <laughs> messages are quite good. You could get yeah. Oh yeah, some get of them quite a dulcet voice. You know, mm. like a sort of smooth FM sort of like sort of. I'm um, I'm obviously not very good at it. Perhaps you could get a dulcet toned conductor. Good name for a band. <laughs> <laughs> very true. Very true. Do you have any tips? Any any parting tips for people for confidence? Is there? A, is it just practice? Can you do anything to be more confident aside from alcohol? Stay yeah. in school. Don't drink. Not apart from alcohol. Well, I think it comes with experience as mm. well, completely. Like you can you can get more confident as you become. I know that like if I was on dating apps or something, you become more confident each mm-hmm. time you go. Or even it, just starting out dating, I became more confident each time I would go on a date with someone that I didn't really know. Yeah. I mean, you still shit your pants like right before. <laughs> yeah, just a little less each time. Yeah, but a little less. You become accustomed to asking the right questions or reading people mm. in a different way or something like that. Mm. Holly, any parting any parting words of wisdom? It's all about the music. Do not listen to Adele before you go and approach someone. You oh, need something. Oh yeah, you got to get the mood right. Yeah, set the mood right. Got to get a pump up gym. Get a. I should get a playlist. Sort of high playlist. True. I should find a career in this. I'm going to make a playlist and everyone can go and follow it. Nice. A confidence playlist. Yeah. Yeah. A pre-approaching playlist. Ooh, I like that. 
Nice. A pre-approaching playlist. There you go. It's the alliteration show. Yeah, well, if you guys out there have any songs that should go on our pre-approaching playlist, um, <laughs> you can hit us up, thenaughtyrudeshow.tumblr.com forward slash ask. It is completely anonymous. You can hit us up with any sex questions or relationship questions that you do have. We are more than happy to answer them and delve in from our perspective. Mm-hmm. But coming up... More beats. More, more tasty beats. treats. After this, we will have. Uh, we're going to be talking about uh, sentimental items from exes. What do you do with them? Do you get rid of them? Do you keep them in a box in the back of your cupboard? Is that weird? Is that sus? Can you sleep in your ex-boyfriend's old T-shirt? Like, what's the go? <laughs> <laughs> Coming up. I feel like he's living my life. Okay. You're listening to The Naughty Rude Show. Steamrolling into our next segment. We're going to be talking about sentimental items. Items or gifts, cards, that sort of thing that you've gotten from your exes. Yeah. Holly, get us us away. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) So obviously when you, I guess, share a life with someone for a little bit, you accumulate some gifts and maybe some items of theirs and they tend to mean a lot to you. But when the relationship's done, what should you do with those sentimental items? Should you keep them? Does it prevent you from moving on? Does Um, anybody have a specific story about... Well, I'm newly single and I have... A teddy bear that I got like a week into dating my boyfriend and this teddy bear came with me to surgeries that I had and I guess like I sleep with it every night and now that we're over I can't imagine sleeping without it even though even if it's not really related to like my feelings with him just like it's like my comfort now but then when you think about dating someone new I guess I can't share the teddy I can't share the bed with a new guy with this teddy bear so like what should I do with it? Advice? How long, were you dating? Oh. How long were you dating this guy for? Three years. Oh, so it's, it's big. That's yeah, that's a while. Yeah. I don't um. know. Can you just, like, sit it on your bed but not, like, cuddle it? Like, just kind of have it as a decoration? I know. I, I disagree that you can't have it if you start dating someone else because people know what makes you you today is the past relationships that you've had and the experiences that you've had. So whether it's a friend that you no longer talk to or an ex or whatever, like, there's little things in your life and that make you the way that you are. So if this item is a pastime in your life, I think that's actually okay to have that. It's like having... I can't even think of an example. I was about to say a, a crockery teacup or something, you know, that's got a pretty pattern on it that you got as a gift from someone. I yeah. think, like, it makes you you because it was an experience that you had. And She's it, wise. As long as you don't, <laughs> like, maybe have too much sentimental attachment to the item because of your ex, you said that it's just a comfort thing for you now, mm. then I reckon that's totally okay. But in saying that, if I had a... Like, if I got a new boyfriend and he had items from his ex, I would be mad personally. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But that's just a double standard. Yeah. 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 yeah, I really hate double standard. <laughs> but what do you guys think? They exist. Well, I don't have any sentimental items from any exes because I've been with my only serious boyfriend for, like, 18 months. So I just have a shoebox of, like, all our things. Mm. So it's not like, yeah, we're still together. So I don't have much to say. Mm. I still have some things, but they've lost that sentimentality now. There was a whole bunch of stuff when I was uh, 16 or 17 and my girlfriend dumped me and like she'd given me, it was mostly birthday stuff, like a little book where she'd edited the characters to be like saying stuff about us and like it was like picture book thing and like flipping through it. (laughs) Yeah, it was like all about in-joke stuff. And there were like letters that I'd written to her and they're like, I don't know, lame shit. And I just like put it all in a plastic bag and threw it in the bin. Um, Yeah, so yeah. Wish I had it now because it'd be like, I can go back and, you know, write about that stuff. Yeah. Um, Yeah. She gave me a watch, which I never wore once and just ran out of battery and then I threw it out. Um, Didn't even option. Mr. Heartless over there. No, I just threw it out. Just threw it straight out, mate. Um, (laughs) But then I have things like uh, stuff that I write in, like diaries and just like books that I've been given that I'll still read. And like, I don't know. It was a long, long ish time ago, like six years, seven years. And yeah, it's kind of lost that sentimental, like now it's just a, the thing that it is. It doesn't have that mm. attachment to that person anymore. So they're things that you have up, up around your room or anything like that, like in open spaces, or are they away? Um, mostly away, like on a bookshelf. Yeah. It's not really like open, it's not easy to see. But it's not like in a box in the cupboard? No, no, it's I haven't like stuffed of, it into a corner yeah. or anything, no. What, so, are, what are you guys' thoughts of people selling items that they got from exes? 
Oh, that's valuable. Hell yeah. Yeah, Yeah. more power to you. Get all that extra money. (laughs) (laughs) I think only if they're like, did something really bad. Like my friend got cheated on and then we had to go to his house to pick up all their stuff. And I said, I was watching, like looking at this Xbox, like we should steal this and sell it and use the drinks to drink alcohol. Yeah. Use the money to drink alcohol. We need this after all he's done to you. But we yeah. didn't because we have a moral compass. <laughs> See, I've, I've been in that position where I've pro- like not profited yeah. in terms of cash, but like my one of my good friend's boyfriends cheated on her. And so I went over to just like make sure she didn't you know injure herself while she was breaking all of his stuff. And yeah, she's, I went over and she was like snapping toothbrushes in half, like really like minimal stuff. Like he can buy a new toothbrush. Yeah. But, like, but I scored like a hat, I scored some sunglasses, like just all this free stuff because she was like, it's his. I don't want to see it. Like I don't want him to have it though. So you can have was it. Was it like, stuff at her went, house? Yeah, yeah. And I just went home okay. with a box of someone else's stuff. So Yeah, okay, that's fair. That's like if you leave yeah. it here, yeah. if he's done the, you know, done the dumping and then is left all this stuff. Well, he knows it's, it's yeah, free it's, for all. It's not his anymore. <laughs> yeah. He's done. How do you guys feel about that moment of like when you... Have you ever had to do that? You see it in movies a lot, the box drop afterwards or like emptying the drawer out and like, I'm just dropping off your stuff. That's so funny. I feel like if you know you're going to break up with them, slowly start gathering your stuff at his house. Yes. Do not just expect to come over at the last minute because that's what happens. It's all shredded in a box and it's broken and all they make money off you. So you have to start accumulating yourself slowly. No, but I just have strong feelings. (laughs) Suspicious. I can feel your passion. I've had the, like, give me back my hoodie, please. You've had it for years thing. But... Then once I got it back, I never wore it again. I then threw it out. I have a pattern. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, if it, if it has that sentimentality, it kind of... Mm. if And if ended things things ended bitterly, yeah. it kind of has mm. that icky feeling. Like, you don't want to wear it again. Yeah, that. you don't want to revisit that, yeah. you know, tumultuous time in your life. Well, I even have stupid stuff like I bought a dress to wear to my ex's 21st birthday and now I've never worn it again since because it was like... Mm. The bad vibes in the dress. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I don't know. That might be it. If you guys have any, you want to let us know about sentimental items that you've broken from your ex or you've thrown away or that you've kept and why you've kept it, you can let us know at Tumblr, the Naughty Rude Show dot dot com forward slash. I've done that wrong. NaughtyRudeShow.tumblr.com forward slash ask. There we go. <laughs> My you favourite can... web address, actually. <laughs> And you can also catch up on anything that you've missed in past episodes if you go to sin.org.au um, and search The Naughty Rude Show. We do have past uh, episodes and shows up there. We had mm. a couple of weeks ago, we had a Father's Day edition where we talked about daddies, daddy everything, oh, sugar daddies, daddy songs. Daddy issues. Daddy this, daddy that. Daddy, daddy you, please. daddy me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Talking about the dance in your pants. Now we're going to get into some Tumblr time. Ruby, would you like to take it away? Yes. So, first of all, if you want to get involved, you can send any anonymous questions to us at thenaughtyroodshow.tumblr.com forward slash ask, and you don't need a Tumblr account to ask us anything. But first question is, this person has asked, my friends are all starting to drink. I'm 16 and I don't see the appeal. I'm worried I'll get peer pressured. What should I do? So, what are your guys' opinions? What should this person do? Hugh? Um, I mean, yeah, if you don't see the appeal, like, I know it's a, like it's weird to talk about high school sort of stuff when you're this age, looking back at it. Like, it's hard to just say, oh, just don't, you know, hang out with those people if you feel like they're going to peer pressure you. But everyone's so, like, clicky and groupy in high school. Like, it's hard to not hang out with the people well, you've already made friends with. You have with. your first drink. Uh, cover your ears, mum. I'm like 15. <laughs> Like yeah. yeah, see, I was 17 and three quarters. <laughs> Very specific. Almost made Almost it. By the <laughs> Almost made it. <laughs> what about you? Yeah, I think I'm, oh, sorry. I think I was around 16. Yeah. 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 Which is like your average age these days. Yeah, if you're going out to drinks and I remember mum and dad buy four cruises. Like everyone I knew had already started drinking like two years before, like 13. Mm. So I was like late to the game. But... I was very late. I don't think I started drinking properly till I was about 18. Yeah. But just because I just didn't see the appeal. I could get on mm. a dance floor, shake my tushy and go home without a headache the next day. So Well, yeah, like the person on Tumblr that asked, they didn't see the appeal. I'm like, I didn't see the appeal either. You didn't see the appeal, Dana. So just, yeah, do yeah. what you want to do. Yeah, I feel like the older I get, the less I see the appeal now. And I feel like you'll never look back on memories you were peer pressured yeah. into 
favourably. You'll always look back with regret, I think. So even if it's hard now, I think you'll be proud of yourself in the future if you can really oh, stand sure. up to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Stick yeah. to your guns. Like if you believe in something and you don't need it or you can still have a great time without it. And I think, you know, amongst... This makes me sound old. <laughs> amongst the youth of today. No. <laughs> but in people say that, you know, it's so cool to do and I don't think it's cool because first of all, when I started drinking alcohol, I didn't like the taste of it anyway. Yeah. Mm. Like, give me a red cordial. <laughs> to be honest, the taste <laughs> of that that'll sometimes you, that'll, is... That'll, yeah. That'll get you crazy. That's yeah. all you really need. <laughs> mm. So I didn't really see the appeal to begin with because mm. I didn't like the taste of it. Yeah. Which so, is fair enough. Mm. Yeah. Don't get peer pressured. I reckon just, you know, do what you want to do. Exactly. And if someone's mm. peer pressuring oh, you, yeah. give them a karate chop and yeah. say, ha. Huh. You can never yeah. win with peer pressure. Like, I don't know if I got peer pressured into drinking, but I hated the taste of beer and everyone loved beer. So I was drinking cider and people just made fun of me because I drank cider. I'm like, well, why am I drinking that? <laughs> I yeah, I don't get the... Yeah. Why people make fun of, like, beer is like a, a manly drink or yeah, something yeah, like that. Yeah. And cider's... I mean, All it's, feminine, yeah. yeah. Why? I don't get that at all. Or why they'd give ladies champagne and guys will go and get a beer. Because I froth a fucking place. beer. Like, <laughs> yeah. give me a beer of a Friday Arvo. Mm. Exactly. I don't mm. know. Will you be drinking it out of a bottle? Oh, just for you, Hugh. <laughs> Thank you. What's <laughs> <laughs> going on here? Okay. Um, next question is this person has asked, how do I introduce a kink to my new partner? We've been dating for a month and the sex is good, but I want a bit more excitement. Kick mm. the door down and scream at them that it's time to go. <laughs> no, come on. Slowly and just, like, communicate, you know? Yeah. Talk about what it is you want to do. Make Sometimes sure you're Sometimes that can be so, so yeah. nerve-wracking, though. Like, even mm. bringing up the conversation. Yeah. Or being... Even if you're in the heat of the moment, being like, oh, I really like it when you do this. Or, mm. you know, little yeah. hints. Because what... I realise is they can't read you. As much as you're like, oh, yeah, that feels so good. If you don't indicate to them that mm. you like that, they're never going to know. And then you're exactly. like, oh, why aren't they doing that again? I really like that. Or oh, wait, dickhead me didn't <laughs> say that I liked it. Yeah. So, and it doesn't have to be a – it can just be – I what, what I do, I get away with this quite easily. If you just make happy sounds, if, you're, if they're doing something that you like, because then you don't have to – Verbally with yeah. words communicated, but they still get it mm. if they're switched on. And We're smart with that. Well, at least that's smart. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, oh, God, it's a bit primal. Going back mm. to, you know, animal noises. Mm. Mm. I, I, think a good, <laughs> I think a good partner will make you feel comfortable to really express yourself in, like, in what you want as well. Like, you should never feel like you can't bring something up to your partner. Yeah. Like, I know what is new for this person. Mm. Um. Yeah, but I feel like it's kind of setting the tone for the rest of the relationship, whether you're going to communicate strongly. and mm. So I think it's important to set that foundation down now so you guys have that kind of two-way communication going forward. Because otherwise if you bring it up later, it's kind of awkward because you've just been like doing the same thing for so long and they find out after all that it wasn't really what you wanted. So yeah, yeah, that's true. Mm. And you don't want to date someone's representative either. Like You want to date like the real them. So I feel like the sooner you can get to that, the better. Mm. That's very well... Said. Yeah, very well put. Eloquent, man. Hmm. Yeah. And lastly, this person has said that they're 21 and they still haven't had a first kiss or a partner. Should they tell the new person that they're dating that it's their first time? That's a good question. Yes. (laughs) Please tell them. Why? Really? Yeah. Well, tell them it's your first time. Even if it's just a kiss? Oh, maybe not a kiss, but like if you're going to go all the way and hit that home run, I think you should tell them. Okay, here. What if it's a one-night stand and it's your first time? Would you tell them or not? Probably not, because if it's a one-night stand, you're not going to see them again. So, yeah. yeah, it doesn't really matter. We're clashing here. This is yeah. Juicy. This is juicy. Because <laughs> well, I think you can avoid so much like discomfort from disclosing that it's your first time. Like, But then it makes it awkward, because it might change their opinion. Yeah, or I, mean, I guess yeah, it can change the sure. dynamic yeah. in the bedroom. Yeah, do you think it scares people off to know that it's the, like your partner's first time? I reckon it would. Yeah. You think? Oh, I, I don't think, think it's I think it's there a stereotype in the in the movies that it's like to be someone's first. Yeah, you I've know, seen that going around. I think it's flattering though, like oh, you chose me to be a first. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, I, I would agree yeah. with that. It's yeah. sweet in a way. Yeah. yeah, and I feel like Although I don't know if they want to be called, Oh, you're really sweet. Thank you for letting me do this to you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. True. Hugh? Yeah, it's just like an interesting 
I don't know. I thought I had a concrete answer, but now I'm sitting on the virgin fence. Um, You're reevaluating yeah, your opinions. Yeah, I am. You know, which is good. I learn so much on these shows. <laughs> What if it is like a new partner and you're really into them and you really want it to go somewhere and it is your first time? It might be their first time too. Mm. So that might make the might experience make it, stronger. Because yeah. mm. that's the thing is like if you're going to, if you want to commit to this like as a relationship, like say you meet someone and you want to commit to a relationship with them, then you'd think being honest and open in the first whatever, you know, however long it takes for you to be physically romantic with this person. You'd think like you want to be as open as possible, but then, like you were saying, there's the chance that if you tell them that, yeah. it's gonna like muddy the waters and make things a little awkward, and then you're gonna lose like that relationship that you wanted. Jeez, Should I give it to the right person who shouldn't scare them off. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, that's yeah, the thing. completely. But what if it is just a kiss though? I just go to town. No words needed. <laughs> Very true. Yeah. I don't think if it's a kiss, I probably wouldn't. Like, I wouldn't personally, I just you mm. know, it's very instinctual anyway. Yeah. Mm. You kind of just figure it out pretty quick. Yeah. Like, wouldn't be nervous, listener. <laughs> like, yeah. You're doing okay. You'll be fine. Yeah. Don't don't Google how to kiss. It never goes well. No, not yeah, like that's those not right. movies where mm. people, like, practice on the back of their hand. Or yeah. on the mirror. It's not like no. yeah. the back of the hand. There's, or a mirror. There's nothing like the real thing, listener. So there you go. <laughs> Thank you so much for sending in those questions, guys. If you do have any more, you can send them in to the naughty rude show forward slash ask. It can be completely anonymous and it is completely anonymous unless you write your name there. And you don't have to have a, a Tumblr account to ask. Um, if you want to catch any of our past shows or anything, you can hit us up on sin.org.au and just search the naughty rude show. But coming up, we're going to be talking about passwords, and mm-hmm. I reckon we're gonna we're gonna head delve into trust in yeah. relationships oh, and partnerships and that kind of thing. So, got a question? Hit us up at the naughtyrudeshow.tumblr.com forward slash ask. And you are listening to the Naughty Rude Show on Sin Nation with Holly, Ruby, Hugh, and myself, Dana. And speaking a little bit of privacy there with MJ, he was talking about pap privacy, like wanting his own life. But what about passwords and privacy when it comes to a partner? Holly? Yeah, I guess in the digital age, there's a whole new kind of realm of privacy. Should you have your partner's passwords? Should you go through their DMs and their texts? Um, Would you be comfortable with your partner going through your phone? I mean, personally, I feel like I have nothing to hide if we're in bed together and you're looking at my phone, like, because I'm on it, cool. But if I came out of the shower and busted my partner on my phone, I would think it's super sus. Like, why don't you trust me? But I can see if you don't give your partner your password, others might think, what have you got to hide? So what do you think, Ruby? Well, I've given my partner my password and he's given me his, but we don't, like, look at each other's phones. It's just kind of like if somebody gets a text from, like, our boss or something and we just want to, like, open it up and show it or if I lose my phone and he's in the shower, I use his phone to call mine. Like, it's just kind of out of convenience that we have each other's passwords. It's not really, like, anything sus going on. So it's just passcodes to the phone? Yeah, Not, like, logins or anything like that? No, nothing like that. My partner doesn't have Facebook or any social medias. He's quite weird. So sounds like a good keep guy. Keep him around. Yeah. 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 Sounds, like, sounds like he's actually got his head screwed on. Yeah. Yeah. Jack or something. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, man. That's Hugh, what are your thoughts? I've never really done it. I've never, like, I haven't had a smartphone for a very long time. So I think in my first relationship I had, like, didn't really have a thing I could A Nokia you know, brick. Open. Yeah, pretty much, yeah, Nokia brick. I think it was like a well, Chinese knockoff. you had to do, so. just press star and OK Yeah, or exactly. That's really, it's only childproof. Um, so, yeah, I've never really done the sharing passwords thing. Not for, like... Definitely not for banking, as mine. Not for my Facebook, not for anything. I don't think I've ever done it. Yeah, I'd never have a joint bank account, ever. Like, no, it's not going to happen. Not even in your future? No. Actually, that's something that I've thought about recently because I was went out for dinner the other night and with um, some friends and yeah. they've been together for 10 years. Yeah. Ooh. And they've got a house together and everything like that. So, And they have joint bank accounts. And, yeah. and that, to me, is a notion that... Just freaks me the fuck yeah. out because I'm trying to deal with my own expenses. What if, you know, when you even when you go out for dinner, like how much is too much and can you buy a cocktail if it's coming out of your joint account? Like, yeah, I need, what are your limitations? I need that financial independence. Like, yeah. 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 I think what if you have kids though and there's like a third person that you're both contributing to? That's when it gets difficult. 
I guess mm. then you start a separate account and you both yeah, believe I feel to like that you and then you have your own. Then there's so many accounts. accounts. <laughs> yeah, and I always feel like I don't. a lot of people don't believe in this, but I believe in it. I think you should. everyone should have a tuck-away account. Do you know what a tuck-away account is? Where you put you secretly put money aside so if things go bad, you can leave, like without having to really consult them. With having oh. an exit plan. <laughs> yeah, an exit good. plan. That's yeah. an emergency <laughs> exit. Isn't that sus like then that if we were talking about trust before, isn't that that breaks trust? I feel like that's a very pessimistic kind of well, I'm, Maybe I'm a pessimistic emer- person. What <laughs> happens? Yeah. What if the emergency is like, I just need to go on a holiday, not like I need to run from my life? Yeah, that's what the, like the second account, so there's the joint account. How many accounts do you have, Holly? <laughs> How many and accounts the do you have? <laughs> True. I don't know. Actually, maybe it's maybe we shouldn't call it a tuck away. My mum has a holiday fund because mm. she's like, mm. what if I want to travel? Yeah. Yeah. And I think this is going to get serious. <laughs> um, I have a family friend who they had a young infant daughter who had cancer and they yeah. were going through a divorce at the same time and then her husband froze their account and she couldn't pay for the cancer treatment anymore. Oh, no. Oh, I know. Awful. So that's actually a terrible story. But I guess that's kind of where I think, okay, everyone should have their own money in case of an emergency like that. Because I guess you think you're with a great person and then when things yeah. get sour, their true colours come out. And I guess they resort to doing things that you didn't think they were capable of. Mm. So It can be a very scary situation to be yeah, in. That's yeah, that's a bit scary. Yeah. Well, that put a damper on. <laughs> yeah, if, if this any of this has been triggering, we um, do have Lifeline uh, numbers that you can call. Lifeline is 13 11 14 and Beyond Blue is 1300 224636. And there's a Kids Helpline number as well, 1800 55 But if we're going back to even just phones or social media, mm. giving out... I reckon phones is okay, like... Yeah. I know my guy's phone password, like, but it's not like I'm going to go in there and look at his messages. Yeah, it's fairly tame. Look at, like, yeah. if he wants to bring something up with me, then he can, but I'm not going to go searching for images or messages from... Because if he breaks my trust, then it, it's not coming back. Yeah. So yeah. that's completely up to him. I feel like if you have that want to go and look in their phone, that something's already wrong to start with. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, like if, if you, you have, need to go, if, you, yeah. well, if you're actually looking for something, Yeah, if you excuse. have suspicion that yeah. something's going on, then maybe that's your gut telling you that it's not a good relationship. Maybe you should get out. Yeah. And then maybe you should just approach them and just say, look, I saw this on your screen. Blah, yeah. Blah, blah. Yeah. Because then if you do find something after you've been digging, how do you bring that up? Like you have to tell your partner that you've been digging and then they get like you've broken their trust. Yeah. As well oh, as no. If, yours. if there was evidence of stuff, I wouldn't have any shame. I would say I went through your phone and I found A, B, C and D <laughs> and your stuff's packed in the car. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> but I don't know. What about no. um, you've been dating for a while and yeah. do you reckon you guys should say you have like dating apps like Bumble or Tinder or like do you reckon you should delete them? Yes. Yes. Because it's disrespectful if someone active, finds it. They're just like still on your phone. No, no why is it on your phone? If they're not active, I don't think it's a big deal. No, I had yeah, this, I had this conversation with my partner because like he still had apps open, like not, he just had them on his phone and I was like, why are they still on your phone? We've been together for six months. Like, yeah. You don't, it's like, you don't need it on your phone. Like yeah, even if you haven't opened it, the, just the fact that it's there, like it doesn't need to be on your phone. Yeah. I feel so, like it so almost says like, do you think you're going to use it in the future? Like do you not see it as a long-term thing? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but, you know, people can be trusted not to, like, use it in the relationship. I guess, I don't know, it's, like, a personal It wouldn't bother thing. me, like, unless yeah, they I were wouldn't. actively using it for yeah, the intention obviously. of dating someone. Whereas sometimes, like... Yeah, like, if they were responding to, you know, getting a new message, like a swipe on Tinder while I'm right there, yeah. like, that's a little bit in my face. Yeah. But if you're not using it, it's an app. I'm not going to let an app make me envious. If the app's there, though, how do you know that they haven't opened it? I just trust Try them. It. No. No. Um, yeah, no, just delete it. Yeah, just yeah. delete it. That's why we want to do that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I like this. This is great. I feel like you shouldn't give me a reason to doubt you. Do you know what I mean? So just delete it. Yeah, but That's Tinder's quite fun. I'll sometimes open it with a girlfriend. Yeah, as if you're like, oh, yeah, it's like, like, it's almost a couple's activity. Go, like, <laughs> yeah, suss it out. Yeah, what if you, like, that is you in for a threesome? Yeah. Well, yeah, they do do threesome Tinders now. Yeah, that's the only acceptable reason. I would say, apart mm. from that. I love that we're divided because I just, I wouldn't give a shit. It's like, well, if you want to go on Tinder, go on Tinder, but buy it. Yeah. Mm. 
you lose and the just real deal. Trust that, yeah, trust that they're not doing that. Doing that. Mm, that's a lot of trust. That's too much. Yeah, that's too much trust. If you guys have anything to say at home or you want to let us know your stories about if someone has betrayed your trust via passwords mm. or hacked into your phone, you can shoot us a message. It com- is completely anonymous. Thenaughtyrudeshow.tumblr.com forward slash ask. Exactly. Yo, you nailed it. Yes, yeah, it's 100%. That's exactly right. I got it, I got it right this time. There was silence because we didn't know what to do. Usually we have to, you know, jump in. But Yeah, how rude. How rude. Thanks, you. I'm just... Um, stay tuned. We are going to be talking about reality TV shows and uh, the ins and outs. We're talking about The Bachelor, Married at First Sight. We're going to delve into a little bit of that. Sugar and spice and everything nice. Naughty Rude Show and Sin Nation. And we're going to be jumping into our, oh my God, sixth topic already. And rolling through it. Reality dating shows. Yes. Ruby. So I know that you guys <clears throat> talked about... Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Just give me a second. Jesus. <laughs> Um, I know you talked about The Bachelor last week, but we're going to talk about it again this week, but a different angle this time. So the aftermath of reality TV dating shows. After the shows finish, the couples never seem to last that long once the show's like ended. And why is that? I'm going to jump straight in and say, as much as I hate the... I have a love-hate relationship yeah. with these shows. I'm obsessed. I love watching them. It makes me feel so good about my life. Because <laughs> it's your guilty I'm, pleasure. Yeah, yeah, at least I'm not them. So I, you know, race home on a Wednesday and Thursday nights just to yeah. get my juicy nugget that is The Bachelor at the moment Yeah, and to learn a new pun or whatever those great phrases <laughs> The Bachelor at the moment has. So... I love watching them, but I don't love what they do to society or the effect yeah. that which is kind of an oxymoron in itself because I feed off this and I, mm. I love the drama, but if that was transported into real life, the drama that goes on with all these girls at the moment and it looks like I know that it's edited a certain way but there's yeah. backstabbing and there's bitching and if that were going on around me in real life, I mean, I'm a tap out. Yeah. It's too much. 100%. And as for the couples lasting, imagine the pressure of being like, okay, they've ended up at the end and things aren't going... It's not like you can break it off like a normal relationship. They because they kind of, they have contracts. They're like contractually obligated to stay together for like a certain period of time after the or show Or keep it hush-hush well. that yeah. it's gone sour. Yeah, well, is when your relationship is like forged in the like public sphere, I, like yeah. everyone's watching you form the relationship, if you then end up together and then break up, Everyone, like, everyone's watching you. Everyone watch you get together. Everyone's going to be watching you break up or yeah. continue. Like, like everybody's invested so much yeah, into exactly. the so relationship. Everyone expects you to stay together. Yeah. The weight of the world. Exactly. Yeah, but I wonder if they've invested that much in the relationship. Like, do they? is it a real relationship or is it a career obligation? I feel like mm. a lot of them have their own little lives on the side. They're probably seeing other people and they just come together, take a few Instagram pictures and hit the road at the Do end of the reckon? night. Do you reckon? That's what I reckon. Oh, you're blowing my mind. I <laughs> never thought about that. Well, I think people go on the show for a career in social media, not looking for love. Yeah, like a lot of them go in there to promote their own business, like they make their own yeah. jewellery or something ridiculous like that. They just like happen that. to be wearing it, like flash it conveniently to the camera. Yeah, or that. they just mm. they want to build up their own profile so then they can get a career out of like radio or then they can be on other reality TV shows like Survivor or something like that. Yeah. Or, yeah. What do you think it looks like on a resume? Like... Made it to final three on the Bachelor. Oh, their like, LinkedIn profiles. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, yeah. how far does that get you? In, I don't know. I don't want to say like in a real job because I guess it counts as a real job, like being a reality TV. Well, then star. they're just they're influencers, and because they've yeah. been on TV, then brands pay for them to like promote their okay, brand. Okay, let's on break Instagram. down influencers. Yeah, because it. I also it. <laughs> right. It kind of annoys me. Yeah, we can go off topic. Yeah, go. It really annoys me that. They get free brunch and shit like that. Or they can oh, travel the around the world for free. <laughs> free so like how the- is that? <laughs> how? How? Because you... Don't you feel like they have to have, like, a positive effect or something to be able to get free brunch? So, like, promoting maybe um, healthy bodies or, you know, not... You know, going off the model... Like positive gender roles, that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, rather than, you know, you actually have to be contributing positive... I reckon that should be a criteria. If you contribute positively to the mentality of the world, you, you can get, get brunch. free brunch <laughs> at Campbell Legacy, okay? Yeah. Brunch is only oh for philanthropists, like, and no one else yeah, is allowed. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or, like, YouTubers as well, how they just get, like, oh. paid to just sit and, like... 
apply makeup to their face or although some of them are really I'm very jealous of some of their editing skills their audio and uh, like video editing skills oh I would love yeah. to yeah well a lot of them pay editors they don't do it themselves do they? anymore oh God, I'm yes. finding out so what? much get me the people this is what they do <laughs> I had no idea yeah, they pay they the that. editors they, yeah no they only just shoot it shoot the footage send it to an editor editor does it all and they just watch it put it up oh my god no. Everything you've ever known is a lie. Yeah, this is, <laughs> There's a dark underbelly like of the YouTube world. Are you telling me that I have a future now, that I could do this? Yeah. yeah you do could it. do it. It's a viable career path now, crazily. Mm-hmm. That blows my mind. No. I like, not, a not, not, not a fan? Not a fan, Ruby? No. I'm not a big fan of most of the YouTubers. There are some good ones, but the ones that I like aren't making any money. So what do I know? Nothing. Mm-hmm. Well, some people that are making money are the people that go onto these reality TV dating shows. There you go. Nice. <laughs> to get paid. Like, they just, they get paid to cause... In crazy amounts of money. Mm. Cause like, drama. Yeah. yeah. Don't they only get paid if they win? Or they all get paid? No, no, no. You can get paid, like, 50 grand to come on it for a few episodes. Jesus. And just what to the? make all the girls can cry and just gossip and, yeah. I, didn't, yeah. I had no idea it was... Because I knew there was a cash... Like, there's some that have cash prizes at the end, which always makes me suspicious of everything leading up to that point. But I didn't know you could get paid. Like, I thought they got an allowance sort of thing where, like, because you're not working for that amount of time like technically if you have another job then they pay you a certain amount but i didn't know it was that much well a lot of them are playing actresses mm. yeah and actors like to go in there and serve the pot as you were saying oh before. yeah like love island yeah 100 percent. cassidy maybe yeah. i should watch some of these i haven't seen it i haven't seen shame. the bachelor properly like, i haven't seen it i watched an episode or of love island you, so should... you're missing out you need to get in with the guys but i'm watching the great british bake-off some... so oh okay oh. well then same deal yeah, I have yeah same deal <laughs> okay but Romy from The Bachelor, she was apparently a paid actress. I don't know if you've read all those rumours, but yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. That's why she was so mean, because she was paid to what be What about Kat? Mean. No, Kat was just there to promote her jewellery. What about Melissa? <laughs> was there a Melissa? Did no, there was name? Wasn't. Damn it. Yeah, well, I should really, uh, we should really bring it back in for those who haven't watched The Bachelor. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, but like, how does it work? A guy comes in, there's lots of girls, and they all try and court him, and he picks one? Pretty much yeah. summed up in Sweet. a sentence. Pretty yeah, much. that's yeah. the logline. And it's not even doesn't even get more complex than that. No, the relationships are, seem very basic. And and from like the first two episodes, you already know who the top three are going to be. Uh-huh. Usually, <laughs> nice. Yeah, you. Very I can. Tense. Yeah. And then they build up, you know, build up drama music. Da, 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 da. And then she tells him that she's dated girls before. And it's and queer it's like, baiting. Dude, everybody's done that. <laughs> Tell us that you've got a secret baby or something. <laughs> so, yeah, I love Who's the writing drama. this stuff? Yeah. Yeah, 100%. I love the drama, but mm. I don't feel like it, it is a guilty pleasure. I think that's what defines a guilty pleasure, is that mm. you shouldn't like Do you it, ever, like, but I do. so would you be disappointed if they split up afterwards after the show would you oh, want to see oh I don't care after like okay, you do well, you whatever. you just expect that to happen I just, like they always break up but I afterwards. want them to put cameras inside their house while they're in a relationship like that's how invested <laughs> I become so the real show starts when the, the other show ends like they go home yeah, and then they, the real like, show like, starts they get a spin off <laughs> yeah. yeah when it ends oh then they tell each other they love each other and maybe they get maybe a promise ring oh yeah so good but tell me put a Camera yeah, in the house. Yeah. What do you have for breakfast in the real world? <laughs> they don't show what they're eating on the bachelor. I think they mm. should show what they're eating. Do you wear like five hundred dollar dresses every time you go out on a date in the yeah. real world? Yeah. Is that actually what you look like under those five layers of foundation? Exactly. On a Friday night cocktail party? Mm. No. Do you <laughs> always have dates like where you fly in a helicopter over Melbourne? Like, or are some of <laughs> these people? If we're talking about the bachelor, are these people? Like actually, never dated before. They never tell a backstory like that. They're all like, mm. "Oh, I've had my heart broken twice, and oh, now I'm course, ready yeah. to find love." Now, on the American Bachelor, there's a guy who's like the Bachelor. Oh, the current yeah, Bachelor is a virgin, yeah. and everyone's saying that's a lie. That's bull, bull dust. <laughs> you can swear, but I can say shit. You can say fuck. It's after eight o'clock. You, could you even can do whatever you Yeah, but it's like controversy surrounding that. Like people are like, "That's." That's a lie. Like he has to have done it before, and, and they're that's using huge like deal for him to make public. Yeah, yeah, they're using the fact that he's a virgin to like a get more to pro- a marketing uh, thing. That poor guy. Yeah, which but, is hey, yeah. signed up for it. So I it could that. be fake. <laughs> oh, knowing reality shows probably is, but yeah. You reckon it's written to, into the script? Oh yeah, probably. I do actually character. make me wonder how much of this now in the Australian Bachelor is written into the script. Mm. Probably a lot. Like, some of the stuff that he says, because 
The Bachelor at the moment has a very Aussie way of speaking. Does he exaggerate it at all? Okay, yes. I reckon Wait, he completely does. But this is this is the honey badger. The yeah? honey badger. The honey he's badger. a rugby player and he's in iron jackets. So I think he's pretty ochre. <laughs> but sometimes it just seems like if you listen to old interviews of him when he was playing rugby, he did mm. used to speak like that. But it but seems also, like it's over the top. They would have edited they together to like every pun right next to each other, so it looks like he speaks in riddles. <laughs> yeah, you like can't understand what he's saying because it's just too much. I gotta much watch this slang. show. This sounds like a real experience. Oh, the good old honey badger. He's an entertainment and a half. Oh man, literally. You could just have a show about him. Yeah, just him doing things. Actually, you know what would a make day a great in the life show? Of the badger. <laughs> honey badger and Russell Coit. Like, oh. yes, he's like true well, blue baby. Name a more yeah. iconic duo. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Well, if you guys out there have any... Actually, if you haven't, I would love to know if you guys out there have any insights into reality dab- yes. d- dating shows. If Actually, can you message us if you know if Romy was an actor? Also, if you have a spec script for... The Honey Badger and Russell Coit, and you could just send that through, and we could get working we on could, that. Yeah, yeah we'll <laughs> I'd like to make that a show. Any yeah. cocktail, cocktail. I was just going to say cocktail, but any contact details for them, so we can set this up. Yeah, mm-hmm. you yeah. can let us know on the Naughty Rude Show forward slash ask. It can be anonymous, but if you want to say your name, then we can we, we can, can give you credit. Mm. Yeah, we can put yeah. you in the real when it comes to out. the Russell Coit Honey Badger program. I would love to steal the idea, but I'm okay going in on you know. 50% of that, so that's yeah. cool. We'll all go in on cahoots. Yeah. Can you say that? We'll go in cahoots. 25% each. Um, I'm down. Yeah. Done. Sold. It's finally made some money off this show. <laughs> you are listening to the Naughty Rude Show on Sydney Nation. We're going to throw to a track, and then we're going to come back and talk a little bit about erotic fiction. Ooh, yeah. So what you heard first there was This Must Be The Place by Talking Heads, and then you had Sugar, Sugar, by the Archies, you're on the Naughty Root Show on Sinnet Nation. Speaking of sugar, you know, we consume sugar in different ways. Speaking of, you know, consuming it in different ways, some of us have it in our drinks, some of us have it on the page. You like to, you know, make it sweet. <laughs> a like bit, bit something, something on the page. Literary sugar, baby. Literary sugar. We're going to be talking a little bit about erotic fiction. Because, guys, I recently started this week listening to a new podcast. Yeah. And it is called, some of you out there might know and might have heard it or heard of it, and it's called My Dad Wrote a Porno, and it's about a guy who literally found out that his dad wrote a porno, and it's called Belinda Blinked, and his dad's, I guess, alias name is Rocky Flintstone, and in this podcast, he's sitting around with two mates, and they, they're all English, which... I think is important because it's the type of humour yeah. that mm. is... Ve- it's very British humour. Um, and they... He pretty much, chapter by chapter, episode by episode, reads out this erotic novel or novella and they kind of do commentary on it and how ridiculous it is and how some of the expressions <laughs> and some of the expressions are very the icky. Metaphors. Or the The way that these, they just, he describes things and they talk about him and his relationship with his dad and how he doesn't think it's weird that his dad wrote a porno. He kind of pats his dad on the back saying, yeah, why not? Yeah. And I wanted to know, how would you guys react if you found out a parent of yours wrote a porno? I would be so creeped out. <laughs> like, utterly creeped out if any of my... If one of my parents wrote a porno, I just... Yeah. I mean, but obviously they've done it. They created you, so... Yeah. But it's just... I don't know. Just because they're your parents and they just... They're old. Yeah. I think that's what it is. But they're multifaceted human beings. Yeah. I don't they're, think, uh, they're people too. Yeah. I don't yeah, think like, it's creepy. I wouldn't think it's creepy. I don't know. I feel like they obviously do it. I don't well, know. Well, it depends on if they did it recently or if they wrote it when they were like similar age yeah. to you. Well, this guy's 60 and he's yeah. just written yeah. it like this is... He sits his, down with his, a glass of wine and this is his pastime. Yeah, this he is sits his, down and his he, and new he found love is writing pornos. Erotic yeah. fiction. I would be creeped out. Wouldn't, would you at least give it a read? Would you at least maybe That's flip through the first where you draw chapter? The line. Don't draw. Don't you can't read your dad's porno. No, well, That's my, what's going on in this podcast. Yeah, I know, but yeah. that's just because he has a podcast, not in real life. My like, auntie writes those like really dirty romance novels. Like oh, the, really? Yeah. 
And Plot her twist. daughters, her daughters <laughs> absolutely refuse to like read the books because they just. Well, I think it's that notion of you're seeing in it's your parents' imagination. It's mm-hmm. seeing yeah. their fantasies played out on a page yeah. because the inspiration has to come from somewhere. Mm-hmm. And part of the podcast is them joking about is are these people that you actually know in your is this your neighbour that this character's based on or yeah. are these the fantasies that your dad's having about this woman with a white blouse on and she's just wet her nipples as she walks into a conference. <laughs> Yeah. Are these the things that are going on in your dad's head? Yeah. I don't that even would, like uh, putting yeah. dad in that sentence. Exactly. Mm. Yeah, that'd be the most confronting part, like a window into his sexual like sexuality and desires and stuff. Yeah, yeah you're kind of seeing yeah. something it feels like you shouldn't be seeing, right? Or even yeah. your mum. Yeah. yeah what it, what's going on in her brain? Mm. Yeah, I feel like it's cool, but I wouldn't give it a read just because I feel like that's one part of your life and I'm in another part of your life and let's not mix yeah. them. Yeah. Yeah. Let's yeah. segment. I'd Keep give it a read. separate. Really, I th- I would st- I would I would, give I would it read, a read a chapter two. I would, but it would be out loud at Christmas time because be oh, I would not be reading. <laughs> I wouldn't be reading. I wouldn't be sitting like you know with a cup of tea reading it to myself. I'd be reading it to people. That's very no. Have to make that oh clear. yeah, okay. You've, we must define. <laughs> I'm not reading this on the train. <laughs> in company, yeah. yeah, with lols available. Yeah, 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 <laughs> definitely. Because that's how this like that's why the show works so well. Like it's not just one guy narrating yeah. the story. Like, that yeah. would be super no. Crazy. It's not like an audiobook. If yeah. it was an audiobook and he was reading it of his dad's novel, yeah, nah. Because the best part's the reaction and like it's Alice Levine, like from BBC One, who is so funny. Like she's a hilarious woman, and her commentary on that show is. Listen to the show. It's 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 great. It's a good. Yeah, you you'll can realize find how it on good the you could be at writing. <laughs> like pick up a pen and start writing, and you're better than this guy already. That being said, yeah, I don't. It's genius. not well written, but it's very well narrated mm. by the oh, three yeah, exactly. people who do make commentary on the story. Yeah. Would you guys ever consider writing an erotic fiction? I have. You have? Yeah. What? Oh, tell us more. Yeah. Why have you been keeping this from us? Some yeah. things will remain kept. <laughs> oh, we know yeah, your well, name. I'm a writer. Like, <laughs> I've, written, I've tried to write in like different styles, and I thought, hey, why not try to write erotic stuff? It's not easy at all. Because you just come off sounding either like really awkward or like over descriptive, and then you think like, "Oh, I'll dial it back," and then you become too like flowery, and it does like all the metaphors start to mix and doesn't make sense. Have you published it, or is no. it just? Is self? it something no. that you've shared with anybody? No. So there you go, folks. You heard it here first. Well, I think one of my roommates when I was a little inebriated, but yeah. Oh my god, I would love a reading of this. It's not gonna on happen. a future show. It's not gonna happen. If you want oh. Hugh. To <laughs> yeah, put up a poll. Tweet, no, no, put a poll yeah. on our Facebook. You can find us at Naughty Rude. Oh, we don't have Facebook. Um, you can message us on Twitter. Oh, they can DM us at Naughty Rude. Rude. We have Facebook too. We have Facebook. I thought we, we did. have Twitter. We have Twitter and we, we have Facebook. Oh my God, this. Dana! <laughs> Three against one. Well. Maybe we can have a look. Yeah. <laughs> Back to the point. Stop distracting. Damn you. it! <laughs> That's my one thing. If we should put up a poll somewhere. In the infowebs, into the webs. If you want <laughs> Hugh to read part of his, he won't, but you know, it would be great. Can you give us like a, a touch on like the characters? Yeah, what are the characters' names? Um, it, was a, it was a while ago. I don't remember. I'm sorry. Was it? That's a lie. That's a Just give us like a tiny slice. I think it was an office thing. It was an office. Okay, mm. office theme. Which is like now I just sound Which like I'm a copycat. You know, this, yeah, no, I rocking. think there's a lot of office. Very corporate. There, there might yeah. have been an office. There might have been someone who just started at the at the business. As an there intern, always is. assistant. Uh, neither of those. Mm. Throw a little curveball. So he does there. remember. Or like a <laughs> boss, like Fifty Shades of Grey, like boss. I wouldn't. Rocky. I wouldn't dare go near that franchise. No. Smart join. Mm. Speaking of, the film of that was very let down. I mean, well, the books were let down too. My roommate made yeah. me watch all, all of, of them. it. Was. I don't understand why it got so much traction, to be fair. Just bored housewives. Yeah, but there's so much, there's got to be so much better stuff out there. I, mean, the, I think the, it was an excuse to experiment. That's what I think it was. Mm. Well, I don't oh, know what the erotic it just took the world by storm. Yeah, like, well, I saw so this people. on 50 Shame. Maybe we should try it. Do you know what I mean? Oh, okay. it was, and so it wasn't it, so like underground like this, like an erotic novel you found on a website. Like everyone was reading it, yeah, everyone were, was watching yeah. it. They're so reading it on trains. So yeah, it was like, everybody oh, could I can read like, this and no one will judge me. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, I think it was an excuse. Socially yeah. acceptable, get their yeah. kinks on. But That's like the movies aren't even that kinky. Like you don't no. even get to see the guy's dick. 
disappointing. But you yeah, never, so you hardly ever, not do even you only ever porn. see the females. <laughs> Hashtag free the peen. Oh, okay. We could do a whole show about that. Especially like, do you watch Game of Thrones? Like, it's just constantly females, and then like a guy's butt every ten episodes. We got to see Hodor's penis, didn't we? When I never watched. Oh, like that, that's so. the one moment that stuck in my mind. Hodor's penis. Well, I let go of that penis because it's <laughs> <laughs> my memory Keep bank. Throw that penis away. <laughs> Yeah, so jump on that podcast if you're interested. It is quite funny and it's great to listen to. I listen to it like on Bluetooth when I'm driving. Everybody is everywhere. It's a bit of a bit of a fun one. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Some good little uh, British gags in there actually as well. So that, it's called mm-hmm. the the erotic fiction itself is actually called Belinda Blinks by Rocky Flintstone. I wouldn't suggest you read that. It's pretty cheap on s- Amazon. You can get it. I think it's like two ninety nine pound or something like <laughs> yeah. that. But oh, we're not allowed to say that anyway. Um, <laughs> whoops. But I just would say, not don't do that. Go listen to this podcast. It's completely free, and it's the best bit is the commentary that these people give on it because it's it's everything that we're thinking. If you were reading this by yourself mm. at home, but British, so it's yeah. perfect. So they speak a little bit more proper. Mm-hmm. And it's that time of night, the saddest time. Yes, that is all from us tonight. So thank you for listening to the show with. Dana, Holly, Hugh, and me, Ruby. If you missed anything, catch up on the podcast. All you have to do is just search for The Naughty Rucho on your favourite podcast app. Or you can find it on Omni, Spotify, iTunes, sin.org.au, your favourite app store, just wherever, really. Yeah, and want to weigh in on anything throughout the week? Slide into our DMs on Facebook, just search The Naughty Rude Show, or tweet us at Twitter, at Naughty Rude. And as always, keep sending sending us in questions at thenaughtyrudeshow.tumblr.com forward slash ask. Naughty Rude will be back next Sunday night on Sin Nation from 8pm. And that's all we have time for. Thanks for the chats, guys. Oh, yeah. Thank, Thank you. you. Had some good goss tonight. I've learned, learned a few things. Yeah, right. learned so always much. do. Educational. But, yeah, do tune in. We'll be back next week from 8 till 10. But in the meantime, ta-ta and have a great week. Bye. So, so, so skinless.